welcome back. And if you are new here, I am your host, Anna May. I talk about animals from sea creatures to zoo creatures to dogs, cats, snakes, lizards, and any other type of animal that you can think of, even bugs. I've talked about butterflies. I also talk about fun facts for kids, like where did popcorn and candy come from? Some of the videos that I've created, I will tell you. So you'll have a sense of idea of what my podcast is about. My podcast is very interesting. I've talked about ragdoll cats, which are adorable. I have talked about Bombay, bone and skeleton facts, Maine Coons, the world of Marvel, unicorn history, cat breeds, the... What the? Well, that was weird. I have talked about dog, dog finding your wherever. Um, Close-up photography, pipefish, microphotography, cave bears, stars and planets, zoology, twilight sparkle, photography, stick up mash, figure of six, Nancy Drew, peanut characters, summer for kids, American Tree Sparrow, Mary Kate and Ashley, Beanie Babies, Popcorn, Snails, Corella, Morning Dove, Tinkerbell, Pizza Facts, Giant Pandas, Potato Chips, and so much more. I hope you all will enjoy my podcast and stay to learn something fun and educational. But the key hint here is fun. Some facts about pandas. The bamboo bear. It was once thought that the giant panda might be related to the raccoon. However, scientists have since proven that it is a member of the bear family. The giant panda is officially classed as a carnivore, meat eater, though its diet is more likely that of an omnivore, plant eater. The vast variety of a giant panda's diet consists of bamboo due to an effective dissative system. They need to eat large qualities to get the nutrients they need. A giant panda can spend 14 hours a day eating and will typically eat 11 to 18 kg in one day. 99% of this bamboo. But they will also eat fish, eggs, and small animals if the opportunity arises. In the wild, giant pandas are territorial and generally solitary animals.
and welcome back. I am your host, the Anime, or I could just call me Anime, or the Susan Anime O'Hagan. Any of those are fine. And today, we are going to talk about pumpkins. Yes, pumpkins for Halloween. In the theme of Halloween fun, we thought we would talk about pumpkins. There's sure to be a lovely selection of round, juicy pumpkins to get your hands on in the variety. Okay, the tradition of carving pumpkins originally started with carving of turnips. We will talk about that later in this podcast. When the Irish immigrants to the U.S., they found pumpkins a plenty and they were much easier to carve. The standard color of a pumpkin is orange, as we're sure you already know, but you will sometimes come across yellow, green, red, and even a ghostly white shade too. Pumpkins vary in weight vastly, but the average size for a pumpkin weighs in at just short of one stone or 6.35 kg. If you wanted to use another pumpkin for something other than a jack-o'-lantern, you could eat it. Pumpkins can be baked, roasted, steamed or boiled to make a whole host of different tasty meals. Pumpkin soup is a hot favorite of ours, of the, of people's. You could also paint pumpkins. I like to paint pumpkins and gourds. Okay. As we mentioned, pumpkin soup is really yummy and very popular as well as nutritious. But you have ever tried roasted pumpkin seeds? I love pumpkin seeds. One of the few uh, squashes I can eat. And pumpkin seeds are delicious, especially roasted with salt and pepper. And sometimes you can put spice on it if you want. Or you could just eat pumpkin seeds. I have these like ones that you get in like a bag and you don't have to roast them if you don't want to. Like they can just be with salt, pepper, and not roasted. It's delicious. But if you like don't know what to do with the pumpkin seeds, roasting them. Ask a parent or guardian for help is delicious. Unless you're allergic, then don't do that. Six of the seven countries can grow pumpkins. Antarctica is the only continent that they won't grow in. The largest pumpkin ever grown weighed 1,502 pounds or 1,158 kg. Pumpkin plants have both have male and female flowers, and the bees are typically involved in the pollinization process. Pumpkin flowers are edible. Pumpkins are 90% water. Pumpkins got their name from the Greek word poppin, which means large melon. Scientifically speaking, pumpkins are a fruit because of the fact that they contain seeds. But when it comes to cooking, they are often referred to as a vegetable. However, the official term for a pumpkin is a squash. More pumpkin facts, pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin facts. Uh, let's see if we can find them. Pumpkin is not a fruit. Mm. Pumpkin is a fruit and not a vegetable. Most pumpkins are orange. They grow all over the country except for Antarctica. Almost all parts of pumpkin are edible. Their names originate from a Greek word. They are one of the most popular crops in the U.S. The oldest seed of a pumpkin 
Cups were found in Mexico around 7,000 BC. They are used in all kinds of food, soups, desserts, meals, juice. They are super popular around Halloween decorations, oh, well, around Halloween, and they make great Halloween decorations. Uh, let's see. Pumpkins are usually orange. Uh, the name Pumpkin, okay. So far, most of the pumpkin things are just basic. Pumpkins are usually shaped like a spear. Unless you watch The Square Pumpkin, which is a movie. And I find that so cute. They vary in weight, but an average-sized pumpkin might weigh around 30 pounds or 60 kilograms. Giant pumpkins can be grown for competition. Some weigh over a thousand pounds or 450 kilograms. In 2010, the world record was 1,810 pounds. That's huge. Pumpkin plants feature both male and female flowers. Okay, over 1 billion pounds of pumpkin are processed in the U.S. every year. As a food, pumpkin could be roasted, steamed, boiled. Pumpkin soup is popular. Pumpkin pie is a sweet dessert that originated in North America and is traditionally eaten during harvest time and holidays such as Thanksgiving and Christmas. Pumpkins are popular decorations during Halloween. A carved pumpkin by candle is known as a jack-o'-lantern. The tradition is believed to have come from Ireland. It does, and if you want to hear more about that, I'm pretty sure I already talked about it on here, but I'm going to re-talk about it on my... Uh, it's an adult podcast, so ask a parent or guardian, but it's not like severely an adult podcast. It's just more movies and stuff. When we start to think of pumpkins, we know that the fall season is on its way. Pumpkin season is fun season. The leaves on the trees start to change color and fall. We think about visiting the farm to go pumpkin picking. We start to see carved jack-o'-lanterns for Halloween. We get to taste the many foods made with pumpkin. Pumpkin equal fall fun. Do you want to learn more about pumpkin? What is a pumpkin? A pumpkin are a type of squash. Pumpkins come from the Greek word poppin, which means large melon. People associate pumpkin with the fall season and with holidays including Halloween and Thanksgiving. What does a pumpkin look like? When we think about pumpkins, what a pumpkin looks like, we often picture a large circle that is orange, has deep physical grooves and a stem. Pumpkins actually come in a variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. They're only orange, but they can also be white, yellow, green, blue, it says white again, a white yellow. Pumpkins come in a lot of different sizes, from small to large. They are typically circular in shape, but sometimes are larger, like a stretched out a circle or even a lopsided circle. A pumpkin, a fruit, or a vegetable. Pumpkins have seeds, so they are really a fruit. However, we often refer to them as a vegetable. Did you know that pumpkins are mostly water? They are 90% water. Pumpkins are high in fiber contains vitamin A, vitamin B, potassium, protein, and iron. Pumpkins are good for you. 
Where do pumpkins grow? Pumpkins grow on farms. Some people buy pumpkins, plant seeds, plants, or seeds to grow them in their own backyard. Pumpkins are very easy to grow. If you decide to plant seeds in your backyard, make sure there's a lot of space for them to spread. Did you know that pumpkins grow on vines? If you are growing pumpkins in your yard, try growing them on a tree. The pumpkins will grow hanging from the tree. The vine will also grow strong enough to support the fruit that is growing. Pumpkins are a very common crop and can be found all over the world. All over the world. Did you know that pumpkins were native to Mexico? Now they are grown on every continent except for Antarctica. Over 1 billion pounds of pumpkins are growing in the U.S. every year. Every fall, millions of people are all over the country visit pumpkin patches or pumpkin farms to pick their own pumpkins. The answer is yes. We can eat pumpkins in many different ways. Pumpkins can be baked, roasted, steamed, or boiled. Pumpkins can be used to make pies, bread, soup, pasta, and more. You could even eat pumpkin seeds and flowers. Many people like to eat roasted pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin pie is a traditional dish that many families eat on Thanksgiving. More pumpkin facts for kids. Some people carve pumpkins and turn them into trick-o'-lanterns for Halloween. Pumpkin pie is a popular fall and Thanksgiving dessert. Pumpkins are, very, are a very large part of Native American diets. When they harvest the pumpkin crops, they were able to eat pumpkins regularly. Native Americans use dried strips of pumpkin to make mats. Pumpkins were once used to cure snake bites and remove freckles. The largest pumpkin ever recorded weighed in at 2624.6 pounds on October 9, 2016 in Germany. The largest pumpkin on record in the United States weighs in at 2363 in Moon Bay, California on October 10, 2017. We hope to hope you enjoyed. Okay, let's continue. Uh, that we will not talk about on this podcast. Okay, now we're going to talk about what originally people carved before pumpkins, which is a Thing. It's kind of weird, to be honest. And a little creepy if you see the pictures, but it's interesting. So we're going to try it. It's some fun history. When people carve turnips instead of pumpkins for Halloween. Yep, pumpkins instead, uh, turnips instead of pumpkins, and potatoes instead of pumpkins. How? Let's think about how the heck that even was possible, because to me that seems really hard, even carving a pumpkin's heart. How could you carve something so tiny? I guess you would have to do just basic designs. I like to try to like do the hard ones. Let me know. Do you carve pumpkins with your family? Or do you prefer painting them or putting stickers or putting like different things on?
What's your favorite part about pumpkins? Do you like eating them, painting them, carving them? Now let's talk about why we carve turnips before we carve pumpkins. Pumpkins didn't actually start happening until we move, people moved to the U.S. So pumpkins turned out to be easier to carve than turnips and potatoes. But now it's just all pumpkins. Some people may still carve potatoes and turnips in other countries, but in the United States we carve pumpkins mostly. We could carve other things if you wish. If you wish to. But I thought this was fun. When people carve turnips instead of pumpkins for Halloween, revealed in Ireland transform the root vegetable into lantern designs to ward off dark spirits. Oh, those are just creepy. Uh, okay. Today, carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns is U-B-I-Q-U-I-T-O-U-S with Halloween. In the 19th century and early 20th century, however, ghoulish grins into turnips was more common practice, at least in Ireland and other Celtic nations. The spooky tradition was part of S-A-M-H-A-I-N, an ancient pagan festival that marked the end of summer and the beginning of the Celtic New Year and long winter ahead. A long winter ahead. Let's continue. Okay. Ahead. S-A-M-H-A-I-N translates to summer ends in Gaelic. Kicking off at sundown on October 31st and continuing through November 1st. S-A-M-H-A-I-N ushered in the chance 
mission from the autumn to the winter solstice. During these two days, ancient... Okay. Uh, the record for... The record we have for the original land... Okay, let's see. For protection from Stingy Jack, which if you want to hear more about him, check out my adult channel if you're old enough or your parents say it's okay. It's called Sweet Sweetie M's Slop Under the Sea with Me, the Susanna Mae O'Hagan. People in British islands began carving faces into pieces of produce particularly turnips, but in some cases, potatoes, which we will talk about in a minute. Radishes and beets celebrate place lit candles inside the carvice, similar to the pumpkin jack-o'-lantern of modern Halloween. They believe leaving the spooky carving outside their home or carrying them as lanterns will protect them from harm's way. While off a flicker of light that could cut through the dark surroundings. Metal lanterns were quite expensive, so people would hollow out root vegetables and senior at Bland Bachelor last year. Over time, people start to carve faces and designs to allow light to shine through the holes without it squishing the ember. According to s more people from the news, um, in Country Mayo, houses a plaster cast of a turnip carving with a pinch angry face in its collection. The record we have for the original lantern from D-O-N-G-E-G-A-L show was donated in 1943 by a school teacher in the village of Thintown, who said she was donating it because nobody was making this type of lantern anymore. Though it was a tradition that was remembered in the area, Clug Dolly, keeper of the National Museum of Ireland, Irish Folk Life Division told in 2017, creators made a cast of the ghost turnip which dated to the turn of the 20th century and was close to distinction. Root vegetable carvings were just one aspect. Yeah, I'm not reading the rest of that. The rest can go into my more adult related one. Okay, effects spell. Where is the one about the potato? Okay, I said effects spell. like it either disappeared or it got messed up somehow. A history of carving tradition. In the U.S., pumpkins are beloved fall and winter staples that are central to celebration. Native to Central and South America, pumpkins are a key ingredient for tradition. Thanksgiving dishes such as pie, soups, and breads, they also widely use to carve jack-o'-lanterns for Halloween. A tradition that 
originated in Ireland, where locals carved jack-o'-lanterns out of large turnips and potatoes. The name jack-o'-lantern is said to come from an Irish folk tale about a man named Stingy Jack. Again, talk about him somewhere else. Okay, let's see if we can find any facts about carving potatoes. A history of tradition carving. Okay, nope. I cannot find. Nope. Okay, I found a photo of a carved potato. That's just so creepy. Carved potatoes are weird. Oh, there's a carved um turnip. Uh-huh. I think I'd rather stick with pumpkins, but maybe one year I will do the jack-o'-lantern in a turnip and potato just to see how it looks. I mean, so I'm gonna describe one. Okay, here's a potato. And it has a face and a peel. Okay, let's see if we can check this out. This Halloween, do you want to experience the joy of carving, a uh, joy of pumpkin carving with a fraction of the mess? Do each of your kids want to create their own creation, but you don't have the space to display them all? With this potato jack-o'-lantern recipe, you will have all the joy and memories of pumpkin carving while saving time and money. In fact, this project shouldn't take more than 30 minutes and potatoes are cheap, especially in bulk. This is the weirdest thing I think I've read all day. My brain hurts already. This is, it, it's weird. It's weird and interesting that we have a potato um, carving. Supplies assembled. To make your quick and easy check learn, you will need adult's permission. Literally get an adult's permission. Large potatoes. You can also use yams, which are typically much larger. Work surface. Although potatoes are not as messy as pumpkins, they still release a liquid when they are cut. Marker. Kitchen knife. Spoon. Make sure it will easily fit inside your potato. I said potato funny. <laughs> potato. Okay, potato. Marker. Light source. I use a traditional, they use a traditional candle, but a tea candle would be perfect. As with the spoon, make sure your candle will fit inside your potato. We don't really do candles here, so we have to do like the fake ones. Craft knife. I found it easy to cut fine details with this knife. Accessories for finishing your jack-o'-lantern. Super weird. Cut off the base of the potato. Okay, like the really flat end. Like, it's definitely more flat. The first step to making your very own quick and easy potato jack-o'-lantern is to cut less than an inch off the bottom of the potato. You want to leave plenty of potato to carve, but you also want the base to be wide enough to stand and fit over your lace source. This step will make it easier to see and carve the inside of your pumpkin, as well as providing a solid base for the finished product. Let's pause for an ad break. <laughs> 
ad break. Sponsor, sponsor, ad break, ad break, sponsor. So the reason we are talking about carving pumpkin potatoes and uh, turnips, yams, and other things is because Halloween is the 31st coming up. And since I do this podcast on the weekend, I typically don't hear you all. You don't hear me on Halloween. <laughs> so that's basically why we're doing it now. Okay, this first step to making your very own quick and easy potato jack or lantern is to cut less than an inch off the bottom of the potato. You want to leave plenty of potato to carve, but you will also want the base to be wide enough to stand and fit over your light source. This step will make it easier to see and carve the inside of the pumpkin as well as providing a solid base for the finished product. If you would like, you can save the cut off bit to use as an accessory and the final step. Parents, I'm obviously not going to tell you how to moderate your children, but you may want to do the cutting for them. Hollow out the potato. Yeah, that's the creepy part. It's a little weird, because I'm so used to carving out pumpkins that to hear carving out a potato is something I never thought to do. But we'll continue. To hollow out your potatoes, start by scooping out the insides like you do with a pumpkin. Although the potato is raw, this should not be too difficult. Just be careful and don't punch through the skin. Parents, you may have to do this for your young children. Once you have a satisfactory size hole, you can scrape the insides of the potato with the spoon. If you want to scallop the potato with the in I-N-T-R-I-C-A-T-E details. This will make it easier down the road. You could hold the potato up to the sun or a light source to see how light travels through the remaining flesh. How thoroughly you hollow out will be based on a personal preference. Draw the design. Yeah, draw a spooky face. Next year I might just draw a spooky face. Or draw it out then carve it. 
might be easier than trying to follow a design itself. Draw your jack-o'-lantern's face on your design. This is where your younger kids have a lot of fun. Encourage them to make whatever they want. I decided to go with the traditional face, but since the potato is much thinner and softer than pumpkins, you can really go crazy with the details. Cut out the design. Now you need to cut out your design. This step is ridiculously easy compared to traditional pumpkins. Attention! Pumpkin flesh cuts like butter when you use a craft knife, so cutting yourself is a real risk. Again, this may be a good place for your parents to take over. Just make sure you know where your fingers are and don't cut towards yourself. Okay, step six, accessorize. Optional. I saved the cut off end for step two and made it into a hat by hollowing up the middle and attempt to carve cute fall beanie. This didn't work, so it doesn't look much of anything, but it still looks cute and proves contrast. Now our jack-o'-lantern can stay warm through the chilly fall nights. You can add whatever you want to your pumpkin or potato or whatever you're carving. Maybe you can give them a wizard hat and a spell book or maybe you could give them a cardboard shield and toothpick sword. Let your imagination go wild. Step number seven. Enjoy your creation. Dang, her potato is glowing. I didn't think the potato would glow like that. Okay, now I want to carve out a potato. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> now I want to carve a potato, which seems like a lot weird thing to do to me, but might be fun to try one year. If you don't want your potato to brown, you can put diluted lemon juice on the potato inside and out. However, if you were going for an icky potato design, the browning might actually go to your advantage. You could place your potato on your table as a centerpiece or in your window to peer out as press by. Since we're in, uh, in, this one says they were indoors. Here are some things I would change if I did this project again. Hi, sight. I would make sure the size of the hole fitted my light source. My original idea was to snuggle fit the potato onto the end of the flashlight so I could carry it around as a light source while trick-or-treating. However, after hauling up the potato, there was no way that plan was going to work. This is also why I did not have any tea lights available. I neglected to process my creation with lemon juice and it browned within hours. If you want any kind of longevity to your creation, this step is critical. So yeah, some interesting facts is a pumpkin uh, potato can actually carve into a jack-o'-lantern, which I find just a little odd and interesting. <laughs> Free Halloween haunted house paper craft. Mm. Nah. I'm trying to see if there's anything else to talk about because we did a lot of pumpkin facts. And there's not much more. They're all the same. Except for Stringy Jack. 
Stingy Jack. Why do I keep calling him Stringy? He's Stingy Jack. Why? Why do I keep saying the wrong name? But yeah. Okay, here's another one. How to carve a f potato face. Well, that's... If you're well, now I have to delete. Okay, so there are more uh, ways to carve. Oh, an old man facing a potato. So some people still carve potatoes, but more like carvings, not like a jack-o'-lantern. Maybe I should say carving a potato. Jack-o-l-a-n-t. I hope I'm spelling this right. I have trouble spelling things. The history of American jack-o'-lantern. like there's that many like oh before pumpkins the Irish carved jack-o'-lantern the jack-o'-lantern tradition dates back centuries when people in Ireland decorated turnips beets and potatoes to frighten away a mythical creature named stingy jack Irish immigrants brought the tradition to America home of the pumpkin and the popular fruit became an initial part of Halloween according to folklore stringy jack Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack, I'm still not talking about you, but dang, some of these potatoes. This one has like teeth. This one has like carved teeth on a face. Okay, this one has like a ghost, which is pretty detailed. I like the cute little faces. Maybe next time I'll go for, ooh, this one. I like the carved potatoes and then the pumpkin in the background. I kind of like that, that's kind of cute. But I didn't realize like, a potato can really like make a good light source I'm actually shocked because the light like you could see dang I'm wearing like special glasses for my migraines that have like there are so many different types of pumpkins there are painted pumpkins carved pumpkins oh look history of jack-o'-lantern carved potatoes. There's just so many different ideas. Some people do witches, ghosts, faces. One year they did like a face of the mask. Painted pumpkins. I like painted pumpkins. They're my favorite. Some people just leave them out and don't do anything with them, which is fine too, depending on if you... Some people do like I don't know what they're called. They stick them in the pumpkin and then they have like faces and arms and legs. For like little little kids, Jade had one. And then there's just like some, oh this one's like a rotted pumpkin which is so funny. Cause it's like spooky in a cool way. A carved owl, this one has just like felt. This one's really amazing, like some people go really all out. So it depends on how old you are. This one is uh, Mickey Mouse with two pumpkins on the like ear and the face is carved out. But I think it's interesting that we originally did not start with pumpkins. We start with 
potatoes and different like vegetables. And then there's like gores. I paint gores for mainly like Thanksgiving. But I would say I find this information I find this information kind of fascinating and interesting. And I would talk more about Halloween, but I think we did that last year, but like, oh wow, this one is a pumpkin carved out of um Gurku. If I'm saying his name right, and then they have like different like pieces of the pumpkin and then another pumpkin. That's so cool. This potato looks like a mummy. Jack-o'-lanterns are the root of all. <laughs> Jack-o'-lanterns are a little weird. If you want to hear like the creepy dark history about it, you can check out my other podcast if you get permission. Or if you're old enough. Because I know I do lots of informational stuff. Well, this one is like a Canada pumpkin, which is kind of fun. This one's just like stack pumpkins in like a decoration. This one has like a zip. This one has candy. Okay, this one is such a cute idea. For those who like older people who don't really want to like go answer the door or aren't home, they have this carved pumpkin and then like little holes to put lollipops. And then they have like a bowl of candy. So like the whole hair is just lollipops that kids can take out of the pumpkin, which I find kind of fascinating. It's for toddlers and preschoolers. Dang, okay, yeah, I'm gonna talk about that on a different podcast because that ain't going for the kids. But some of these are so cute. This year I painted up two small pumpkins and one big pumpkin and the two small ones, one is Scruff from Leo and Stitch, her doll, and the other is Baymax from Big Hero 6. Oh my goodness, this one is so, whoa. Okay. I, wow. They, there are some that are really fascinating. And there are some that are more scary than others. Like I could, I'm weird. I could do both scary and cutesy Halloween. One year I'm going to do both, where I'm like, half the art's scary and half the art's cutesy. I kind of did that this year. Oh, it's Jack. They carved the face of Jack with the white pumpkin. That is so fun. I mean, there's just so many different types of carvings. Pumpkin pie. The thing says no pumpkin pie. Which is so funny. Okay, I hope you all enjoyed and have a great and wonderful weekend. I, uh, you'll hear me tomorrow and the next day because you hear me on the weekends. Bye for now. Over and out. Don't forget to always ask a parent or guardian before watching, buying, doing, or listening to anything. And to remember that I do my best to fact check and research what I can about this information. 
So hopefully this information isn't misleading, but I cannot guarantee 100% of it is accurate. I do my best to try and get 100%. So I hope you all have a great and wonderful week. And I hope you all enjoyed my podcast this weekend. And don't forget to tell your friends and family about it. Also, I hope you all enjoyed this educationally fun podcast. You could check out my Gummy Bears pod YouTube channel as well. And now I'm going to say over and out. See you next time. I hope. Love you all. Heart my fans.